Well, the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted He said sorry Buffy But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure You're not a wizard, you're a Slayer Hello and welcome to Sorted. What was that? <laughs> that that was my vampire voice. You know, I did a vampire voice last week, and oh my god, that's that's what vampires sound like in this show. No. <laughs> <laughs> vampires sound like an English person doing a bad English accent. No. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. Hello and welcome to Sorted. I'm Alex. I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. I I don't like this thing that you're doing. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm English, ain't no. I? I? I I'm a proper English uh. lad from the 16, 1700s. I don't know. Friggin' look, I love Spike, but <laughs> <laughs> You do love Spike. Yeah, I know he, he, he's my problematic fave. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, we're going to sort Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> because it's October. It's spooky vampires. <laughs> it's the 23rd of Halloween now. Sure. Neither of us have watched Buffy for like a few years apart from probably Once More with Feeling. Oh yeah, I watched that one like kind of... Frequently. Just aka the only good episode after season five. That is actually the first episode of Buffy that I watched. <laughs> I was at LeakyCon with some friends and there was a an event. It wasn't really a panel, but it was just like, we're gonna screen once more with feeling, followed by Dr. Horrible's sing-along vlog. And, That's a combo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jazzweed musicals, I guess. Um, so, uh, I wanted to go... Like, I wanted to go watch Dr. Horrible, because that's a fun thing to watch with a group of people all singing along. That's delightful. It was a good time. Um, Be right back. I'm just going to go and add Dr. Horrible to our media list. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my friend also wanted to watch the Buffy, so I tagged along for that. And it was the first episode I had ever seen. And now it's the only one that I ever go back and watch. Yeah. Not that all of the show is necessarily bad, though most of it probably is, but... Uh, yeah, I mean... Buffy as a concept is great. Many individual episodes are just bizarre. And and sub subplots and storylines. Yeah. Do you remember how Xander and Willow had an affair? What? In season three. That's why Xander and Cordelia broke up. Did they really? Yeah. And there was like a oh shot... God. I don't remember because Willow's gay. Well, yeah, but she she wasn't for the first three seasons, was she? And then Joss Whedon's like, I've decided she's gay, and that's it. She's not bisexual, because that doesn't exist yet. It's only 1999. <sighs> Therefore, she's gay and cannot like boys anymore. It's illegal. The, the deepest of sighs. But she used to, because she, ha- she, she had Oz... Like when the show started, she like the idea was she had been nursing a secret crush on Xander for years, and he just wasn't interested. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that makes sense. And then but... after they were both in happy, committed relationships, they started. Fuck that. They started making out because drama. 
I hate it. Yeah, I yeah. Why did we ever watch this show? I don't know. There's just like a shot of them in a lesson, and then like under the table, Xander's got his hand on her thigh or something. It's like, ah. Gross. Yeah. Because. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. Because Z- Xander and Cordelia were such a fun relationship. They were. It was so much fun. I I love Cordelia in general. Yeah. So, like, I'm probably biased because I adore Cordelia. <laughs> Drop in another disclaimer here. We have watched like the first season of Angel-ish, and I think we dropped like a little bit of season two because I remember the green demon guy. Yeah, I remember karaoke. Yeah, but like we then just like fell out of it, and it's a shame because we never made it to the episode with puppets, and it's like that one looked fun, but everything else about the show seems so depressing. Although in season, f- I know in the last season, Spike did come back as a vampire ghost. <gasps> Because remember, he dies in the like the finale of Buffy. He sacrifices himself to save everyone. Actually, I completely forgot that that happened. Sure. In my brain, Spike was still alive and well. <laughs> because I mean, I mean, he was dead hundreds of years before the series started. I mean, fair. But yeah, he died and became a vampire ghost, like brought back, and he couldn't physically interact with anything. And he was like second billing on the show to Angel, and he was just there to piss Angel off, basically. It was great. Good. Yeah, because fuck Angle. Angle sucks. Oh, Angle. David Boreanaz is cool and all, but Angle is lame. He's just like, oh, I'm a broody vampire and I have feelings. My life is so hard. I have to be depressed all the time or I'll try and eat my girlfriend. (laughs) Stupid. Yep. (laughs) Hey. Yeah? I've got a proposition for you. Yes? Would you like to sort some characters? Yeah, we should probably do that. <laughs> Would you like to sort Buffy Summers? Buffy. Okay, so Buffy is the main character. I thought we were about to show. start singing. Buffy the Slayer is a fairy <laughs> slaying girl. No, if I'm going to start singing, <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> we'll get to Every it. Every single night, the same arrangement. I go out and fight the fight. Still I always feel the strangest estrangement. Nothing here is real, nothing here is right. I've been making, making shows, shows of trading blows, blows but just like hoping no one knows that I've been going, going through the motions, walking, walking through, through the, the park. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, when she stabs the vampire in the chest. Yeah. The lyrics are good. The, like, staging is good. She's not even half the girl she... <laughs> Ow. It's good. So anyway... Buffy is a vampire slayer. Did Buffy you, is a vampire you know, did you, slayer. Did you know that? Fun fact. She's a teenage girl who has well, been... She starts as a teenage girl, but then like is a young adult by the end of the show, dating a principal at one point. That's, yeah, true. Anyway, so she's a teenage yeah. girl. I'm going with like the premise of what sure. the show is. She's a teenage girl who has been imbued... Inherited magical powers. Yes, with, with the power of the slayer. The slayer. Which makes her super strong and whatever. And she Super buff. Destroys Aha. vampires. Get it? That's her job. Well, she that's her get duty. Paid for it, yeah. <laughs> it's a hard life being a vampire slayer in yeah. the hell mouth or whatever it's called. Yeah, Sunnydale. <laughs> uh, her town, yeah. So her town is on a hell mouth, which is never really explained what that means, but it's good for bad guys. And vampires it just means there's it. a lot of supernatural activity. There's like a the the veil between the underworld and our world, or whatever bullshit. However that works, is it, the veil is thinner or something. Yeah, 
In the first season, she makes friends at school and she has Giles, her watcher from England, whose job is to make sure she can be a slayer. Oh, are we skipping to the other characters already? I was just like explaining her relationship to the rest of what's going on. Like what? Because like her, how she builds her relationships in season one is like a major part of her character at that point. That's fair. And then like, so she meets, she's got to fight vampires, including who are incredibly generic at first and act like they're very important, <laughs> but really they're not. The first big bad is called the master and he's so inconsequential. He's not even he's, that big a deal among vampires. Yeah, he's, he's just a guy. He's just really old. That's he's it. Just a, he's just an old vampire. He's just like the oldest vampire who can't go out into town for some reason, but his minions can, so they try and get energy and stuff or something. I don't Fine, know. whatever. I don't I don't care. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's not important. Um, and then she gets a mysterious helper who turns out to be a vampire with a soul and he's full of angst because he's uh, angle. Angsty angle. <laughs> And that's it. That's 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 the premise. That's the show, yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say Buffy's a Gryffindor. I don't have anything like, else to say. She she she's she's not a particularly complex character as far as her sorting's concerned. Yeah. Like that's the thing. She's brave, she, she tries to do the right thing. Yep. She's, she yeah. she's very headstrong. Like, she's not ambitious because she's kind of like resigned herself to the fact that she won't ever be able to do much more. Like she goes to college but and then has to drop out after like her first year and a half or something like that because of like her juice is a slayer and then later a sister um (laughs) remember that time she just became a sister yeah yeah (laughs) everyone's favorite character i know everyone hates dawn but i don't she's fine i mean (laughs) she's fine i mean here's the like she was a plot device in season five and that was fine and then season six and seven came along and they're like, oh, shoot, we've written ourselves into having to have her be a thing. And I guess we'll just make her a kleptomaniac. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like Buffy's not particularly clever. She has other people to do that for her. <laughs> um, yeah, she she's the, the the muscle. Yeah. She does the fight. She's, she's the hero it. person. She yeah. does the right thing, even when other people who are supposed to help her do the right thing don't. And Yeah. She is generally, like, more often than not, she's in the right, even when the rest of the cast are against her. Sure. Like, they'll be like, Buffy, you shouldn't do this thing. She's like, no, I'm gonna do it. And then it's like, oh, (laughs) okay. I'm I'm gonna. So, Gryffindor! Yeah, Gryffindor for Buffy. Buffy's best friend. Buffy's best friend, Willow, who's, she starts out straight, but then changes to gay, and there's nothing in between. Fuck. You just we did. Once you like, once you become a gay, you cannot be like a guy again. It's not legal. Bisexual erasure. So Willow is bisexual, even though Joss Whedon has never heard the word before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not particularly important for her characterization, but like it's it was just, a major. It's important to me. It was a major arc in the show, and for yeah. what it's worth, at the time, it was like the fact is there just wasn't enough representation whatsoever yeah, no, in media. At, at the like, time, it was a big deal. That's the thing. Joss Whedon, like, had some pioneering work at the time. It just... He hasn't grown since. No. Everything he does <laughs> is still acting like it's the 90s. This and people is why are like, I'm, I'm so... That's why I keep cursing at him. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so Willow is a nerd. Yes. She becomes she, a witch. She becomes a witch. She starts out as the 
like the the techie person on the in the group mm -hmm. and like teams up early on with Miss Calendar, who's also the computer teacher to do computer stuff. And then she combines computer stuff with being a witch and she starts learning magic. And like that is a major arc for her throughout. That's such a like, good concept. Towards season six. Techno witch. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, she's obviously Ravenclaw because yeah. I said she's a nerd and that's the only thing Ravenclaws can be, even though we're nerds and we're Hufflepuffs. I mean, she's like dedicated to knowledge and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a lot of her character is focused around like learning and like even like becoming a witch is a lot of like research yeah. and learning and practice and study and stuff. And like you could argue like as she like learns more about herself. <laughs> <laughs> She's gay. <laughs> House hot take: Ravenclaws are gay. <laughs> uh, well, surely they're bisexual. Oh, true. House hot take: Ravenclaws don't know the word bisexual. <laughs> They're just like, I feel kind of gay today. they couldn't learn. Yesterday I felt straight and today I feel gay. I wish there was a word for that. God damn it. <laughs> They're funny down with the concept of being bisexual. They just don't know the word. I'm a heterofluid. <laughs> just like make up a new term for it. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> would. I'm a gate. Gay straight. Gate? Gate. <laughs> it's the worst. Spelt G A I G H T. <laughs> I hate it. As a gate person, let me tell you, I hate it. <laughs> hate it. Spelt H A I G H T. <laughs> no. I hate gate. <laughs> I spelt no. A I G H T. No. Stop it. <laughs> Willow is a Ravenclaw. Xander. Yeah, Xander. Xander's the boy. Xander. What? He's like the only, aside from, like, okay, so Giles and Xander. Giles? It's Giles, isn't it? Yes, yes, it's Giles. No one is called Giles. Look, I have the world's worst memory, <laughs> and I've seen it written down more recently than I've heard it. So anyway, we're not even on Giles yet. We're on Xander. So how, and also, you're saying he's the only male character? There's all Angel and Spike. Between the two of them, there is they always don't a mate. count their vampires. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Vampire sexism over here. Anyway. Let's look further down the list. Oz, Riley, the master. Okay, okay. But none of They're them matter. Boys. None of them are like consistently part of the main characters. I mean, yeah. To be fair, there are only really four characters who are consistently part of the main characters. And half of them are male. Fine. <laughs> anyway, Xander, he's also a nerd, but a different kind of nerd. But then he becomes a muscle boy builder type. Yeah, that was a decision. Um... <laughs> yeah, he contributes something to the Scooby gang. And I think it might just be coming up with the name Scooby gang. Yeah, I think it might be lame jokes. Yeah, he's the comic. He's kind of comic relief. Uh, for some reason, Willow used to have a crush on him. He has the, like the antagonistic relationship with Cordelia, the school bully, and then they start dating, and it's great. And like she like loses all of her social status, but she doesn't care because she really likes him, even though she hates him. I'm so into it, and it's it. really cute and fun. I'm so and then into he cheats it. on her with Willow for some reason, Fuck and that. then yeah, and then his future, his future. I was gonna say wife, but no, he ran away from the altar like a bitch. His future girlfriend comes along and she's an evil demon and she like helps yeah and that's that happens 
We'll get to that. I love her also. We'll get to that. Yeah. Like, Zana's two main relationships in the show were both phenomenal. Yeah. And his relationship with Willow was that is, trash. That is Xander's role in the group. He has good taste in ladies. Just like Willow. <laughs> also true. Oh, dang, though. Yeah, he, like, he doesn't even, he's not even exclusive in that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of the time, Xander's role in the group was the one who all the shit happens to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, he briefly, he brief he turned into a hyena boy. Yes. Got hit on by a bug teacher lady. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he was given syphilis for a while. Oh, my God. And Anya sang about it. Yes, that's the only reason I remember that. <laughs> um, it was Thanksgiving. Oh, and then in season two, in the, like they had a Halloween episode where everyone turned into their Halloween costume, and his was an army guy. And when they got changed back, he just remembered all the army stuff, so he knows about weapons now. <laughs> what? And then like stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, then like in like towards the end of the season, I think when they're fighting or when they're fighting some vampire, maybe it was Angel, I forget who, but then he just like goes to a military compound and just gets a rocket launcher. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Xander is definitely not Slytherin, I can tell you that right now. No. He is not cunning. He, he has the least ambition. Yeah. Is he... Hmm, I'm thinking, is he a Hufflepuff? No, I'm thinking Gryffindor. You think Gryffindor as well? Yeah. Go on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. For Gryffindors, it's always just like a vibe. You know? Sure. I guess he he goes into the he go, he goes into the swing of things like when he's got like nothing to defend himself really he just yeah, helps like he's um he's brave probably that's what I, yeah I mean that's yeah <laughs> that's the only Gryffindor I, I trait that there is he's hardworking he works hard I suppose uh I've, no he's not loyal though he's no. incredibly disloyal. Mm. <laughs> Uh, he's he's not really anything. <laughs> That's what I'm having a hard time sorting. It's not that he is one thing or the other. It's that he's not anything. Which therefore means he's Hufflepuff because Hufflepuff takes the rest. Oh, you're right. You're <laughs> he's right. that kind of Hufflepuff. He's a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Let's get let's yeah, put him Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff is full of uh, equality and will take you if no one else wants you. Yeah. Fine. So next up is Giles. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, Giles is a Ravenclaw Yeah, Giles is a Ravenclaw He is introduced as the high school librarian And he's the watcher from England And he likes books and tea because he's English He's and English, he does the English things His house is England <laughs> Oh, dang though I just looked it up, right? Mm -hmm. And his name means Sly or cunning intelligence <laughs> Is Giles a Slytherin? No, that's what. No, Guile. Oh. Guile means sly or cunning intelligence. You know, G U I L E. Guile. Shut up. <laughs> so Guile is a Slytherin, but Giles, on the other hand, is a Ravenclaw. I hate you so much. <laughs> um, and then he's Buffy's watcher, which means he like he's on a council to like keep watch over her and make sure she does her job. But then like when they try to put her through for some serious fucked up shit. He like like betrays them or whatever and gets fired. But then he sticks around and then a new watcher comes around for a while. Uh, and he just helps out because he's a good dude. When Buffy dies a for a little while, he goes back <laughs> to England. But then when she's not dead anymore, he comes back. But then he decides, actually, 
now that you're you're most vulnerable, I'm gonna leave forever. Bye. <sighs> Listen, season six was a bad season. Just that's that's it. It, it was just really mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. It was real bad. Yeah. Do you remember the episode after Once More with Feeling? Because like that was the one where Tara found out Willow had been making her forget stuff. And Giles no, because I've leave. only watched it once. <laughs> Presumably, it's not. It's nothing good. I've seen Once More with Feeling. I know how it ends. The one after that, Willow tries to make uh, Tara forget again, but instead she makes everyone lose their memories entirely. And so, like, oh. Giles and Anya decide that they're in love and they own the shop together. And, oh, yeah! And Spike, because he's, like, in disguise, reckons he's Giles' son named Randy. <laughs> He thinks he's Randy Giles. They decide he must they, he must be his son because they're both English. <laughs> <laughs> and as we all know, all English people are related. <laughs> but also, like, they make a really big deal out of the fact that they're English. Like, they just, like, they've lost their memories and therefore, like, apparently decide that American is the default state. Because they're, they're just like, oh, I'm English. They're not like, and you lot are all American. No. Uh, they're English, and therefore they are the outliers. Sure. Ugh, fuck you, Joss Whedon. <laughs> Join the party! Ugh. So anyway, Giles is a Ravenclaw, even though he's yeah. not always well-written. And at one point, Joss Whedon was like trying to make a spin-off prequel show about Giles as a teenage, and it was going to be an English show <laughs> aired on BBC. <laughs> Sounds bad. Probably. <laughs> Uh, who's next? Who's Angle. next? Angle! Angle! A.K.A. Angel, A.K.A. Angelus, A.K.A. he probably had a name before he got bitten. He's a broody mopey vampire. Yeah. A, a little while ago, he killed someone, and she was a gypsy, and therefore she they put a gypsy curse on him, because... That's uh, that's not problematic in the slightest. No, I was gonna say, yeah, that's racist but fine yeah the term gypsy is racist right it yeah it is romani is there mm-hmm. yeah yikers <laughs> yeah the 90s joss whedon joss whedon joss whedon today would still he would <laughs> yeah so anyway they lay the gypsy curse because as we all know romani people just have magical powers uh-huh. and they cursed him to have his soul back which considering he spent like like a hundred years or whatever, murdering and pillaging and being very, very evil, suddenly he feels guilty and he's riddled with white guilt. <laughs> Fuck you, Joss Whedon! <laughs> um, and then, but if he ever experiences true happiness, he'll lose his soul again and become evil. And then he fucks Buffy. <laughs> and- Buffy was like 17 at the time, and he was a few hundred. There's and, some more problems here. And then, as we all know, the male orgasm is the source of true happiness. <laughs> I mean, Joss Whedon probably thinks so. <laughs> Joss Whedon is a male orgasm. What? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. Welcome to the We're Not Fans of Joss Whedon podcast. Yeah, but here's the thing. We like some of his stuff. I like a lot of his stuff. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, Angle broody, um, but he fights for the right goodness anyway to make mm. up for his past crappiness. And then he gets a spin-off show and uh, becomes a LA detective. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. He moves to LA because that's because he's too horny for Buffy. But he's like, I can't be horny with you, Buffy, or I'll turn evil again. So he goes to LA and instead he's horny with Cordelia. And that's fine for some reason. She's not his true love. Or some bullshit. Or some bullshit. <laughs> I guess he's a griffin, though. I guess. I guess. <laughs> fine. Angelus is a Slytherin. Sure. Because he's just evil and he loves it. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we're not fans of him because he's not no. a particularly interesting character. He's fine. He's just very like, generic vampire. I mean, he's the, mo- he's the most interesting big bad in the show. Yeah, fair. And like, it was... It was built up well because he was a hero for mo- for such a long time. Like yeah. season two is far and away the best season. It's not sure. close. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next up, we've got Anya. Anya's a good character whom I like. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Anya is introduced as like a pain demon or something. She's a demon who's. Like, purpose as a demon is to torture men for being shitty to women. Yeah, which is great. Thanks. Love you. You're doing great work, sweetie. Therefore, she's probably spent the past 20 years torturing Joss Whedon. (laughs) I hope so. Uh, Unfortunately, she can't because Joss Whedon murdered her in the series finale. Probably because he was afraid she would come and torture him. (laughs) I like Tanya. She showed up because, like, Cordelia decided she wished that Xander, uh, that Buffy had never come to Sunnydale. Her reasoning being, Buffy coming to Sunnydale was what got her involved with the the nerds, mm-hmm. the Scoobies. Sure. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, it's an alternate Sunnydale where the Master is still around, Willow and Xander are, like, his main minions, um, and they kill, like, Cordelia ends up dying, and alternate Giles has to stop Anya, and that's how she loses her demon powers. Oh, okay. So now, like, she's got all this demon knowledge and everything, but she's got no powers. Um, so she just, like, starts trying to live her life. She's afraid of rabbits for a reason that was never really properly explained. Look, sometimes you have irrational fears, and hers yeah. is rabbits. And then she ends up getting together with the guy that she was sent to torture <laughs> for being a <laughs> douchebag. Yeah, fine. And it's great. Whatever. And then, like, they're a great couple. It's really fun. They get engaged. And then season six happened. And we don't talk about it anymore. Yeah. Stupid. Xander ends up getting scared and running away at the altar or something. And then, like, feeling betrayed, she ends up becoming a demon again to go and torture men for being douchebags. Understandable. And then Buffy almost has to kill her, but doesn't. And then she still kind of helps the group out, sort of. But then she dies in the finale for no good reason. Yeah. And I think, like, there was, like, the slightest chance of her and Xander getting back together in that finale. Yeah. Do you, me- do you remember reading about, like, the season eight comic? Yeah. I know in the in this comic, Xander and Dawn end up getting together. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Also, Dawn is a centaur for a while. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You know... You know, there's like a scene in the comic where Xander is talking to Anya's ghost about his new relationship with Dawn. It's like, wow. Yikes. 
Oh, this show is so bad, and this ah, uh, whatever. Anya's a Slytherin. Yeah? yeah, is she still Slytherin even when she's not demony? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. She's all about being Slytherin somehow. <laughs> How so? I I think she retains a certain amount of slyness and cunning. Like she she keeps like her wits about her, and she still has that okay. kind of like attitude that she had, even as a oh demon. oh. Oh, and she loves business. She loves capitalism. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like she's really excited about helping to run the shop and make money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anya Slytherin. Cool. Yeah. Ah, we've got my boy. Your boy. <laughs> my boy, Spike. Your problematic fave. So he's introduced as a villain with other vampires and that's all fine. But then like he, be- like when Angelus returns, he decides to try and help Buffy because he just wants his girlfriend back. And then... In season four, he ends up becoming a main character and he gets a chip put in his head so that any time he tries to hurt a, <laughs> a human, he like feels intense pain so he can't hurt people anymore. Yeah. It's different from like the stupid stuff with Angel being like, I have a soul or whatever. Like He's still an yeah. asshole. Oh yeah, he still <laughs> hates everyone. But then like- He just can't do anything about it. But like, so like, he's still kind of a douchebag for most of season four, but he's just around. At like one point, he turns up at Giles' house begging them to help him, like in the middle of the day, because he's just desperate and hungry, so that he becomes their pet for a little while. Aww. He ends up living in a crypt. Um, <laughs> but he discovers that he can still hurt demons, which is the main reason he ends up helping the group, because like, he's happy to go out because he gets to fight demons, and that's yeah. fun. Yeah. And then he falls in love with Buffy. As you do. Yeah, and they have wild, kinky, destructive sex. Oh, God. They, like, level a building with their sex. I had forgotten, and I did not want to be reminded. (laughs) You know, still a better love story than Twilight. (laughs) 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 And then, and then, in season six, the worst season that's awful. But, yeah, so Buffy gets with him, um, just as fuck buddies. Like, his feelings are relatively real, considering he doesn't have a soul. But then mm-hmm. he, be it, because he's still evil to the core, he tries to rape her, and it's bad. Mm-hmm. He then goes and, like, goes through rituals in order to have his soul restored. Now, Angel was cursed with his soul restored, which is, like, agonizingly painful and, like, forces you to be living with every evil thing you've done. Mm-hmm. And he, like, willingly does that because he wants to be a good person for Buffy. Like, Angel, Angelus never willingly tried to be good. Yes. And Spike did. Yeah. And I, like, I get it. He's evil. He, and, like, the rape thing was terrible and shouldn't have happened in the show. And is not, it's bad. In the lore of the show, he was a being of evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even through that, he felt remorse. So, like, yeah. yeah. And now I feel like, ah! I get where you're coming from. I... I personally don't think I ever quite forgave him as much as, uh, let's not have that as a plot device. Joss Whedon, fuck you! <laughs> I'm not even sure I can say I forgave him for that. Like, I, I started enjoying him more as a character throughout season five and six anyway. Yeah. And then that was, like, really, really awful. There are things you could have done to, like, have be, be a terrible act against Buffy without it being... It could have been better without... Yeah subjecting your main character to to rape that's yeah uh, (sighs) we don't need that i just appreciate the gesture of him then like trying to like restoring his soul yeah 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 
The turnaround is very good. The sacrifice at the end of season seven. The way he's handled in season seven is is just unbearable. Mm. But anyway, what house is he? I don't know. Slytherin? I mean, you kind of want to say Slytherin just because he's a soulless husk of a being, right? And that's just Slytherins to a T. Yeah. But even, even with the whole, like, I'm going to get my soul back so that she'll love me is like, that's an ambitious sure. sort of venture. I think you could argue for Gryffindor. Sure. Um, although I suppose earlier on he's definitely more um more Slytherin-y. I like, mean he is an asshole. When he's introduced, when he's introduced <laughs> Is he's... asshole a Slytherin trait? <laughs> <laughs> when he's introduced, he's kind of just bad guy McBad, but yeah. English. Yeah. He's a lot of fun as like a supporting character when he's like forced to like not hurt humans. Oh yeah, absolutely. Out. He's that's, a really fun side of, character like that. That's very fun. Yeah. I'm into it yeah. as a concept. Let's go Slytherin. Slytherin leaning Gryffindor, I think. We've decided to squeeze Cordelia in and she's not in our list of main characters. We were gonna lightning round Cordelia, but... Purely because she's in relatively few episodes, like a lot fewer than all the other characters we've discussed so far because she's only in the first three seasons and the first season is a lot shorter than the rest. Yeah. But like but she's important and she's good and I love her. She then goes on to be a main character for most of Angel's run as well. So like in the world she's very important. She has a crazy wild time with stuff that goes on once she leaves Buffy. We're not going to talk about that. I mean we could briefly yeah. mention like she becomes like a, a a envoy for the powers that be and I'm pretty sure she's pregnant at one point and then she goes into a coma and she wakes up from the coma and she definitely hooks up with Angel for a while. Probably. It's weird. I don't remember. Cordelia is the school bully when she's introduced. She's the popular girl. And she try like she initially tries to show Buffy around because she thinks Buffy might be cool. But then it turns out Buffy's weird and she hangs out with Xander and Willow. And therefore Cordelia must be a bullying bitch type character. Cause I guess high school status is a thing people care about. It certainly was in the 90s, I think. I guess. According to Is TV. Is still a thing people care about? I don't know. It wasn't a thing here at all. I, like, high school... never a thing I... High school as a concept isn't, re- like, a thing in the same way it is for you. Like, our our secondary school education is from age 11 to 16. Whereas for you guys, yeah. it's older than that. It's like, what, 14 to 18 or something? 15 that, to 18? That sounds right, yeah. Yeah. These kind of characters in general are older than you get in the same situation in England. So, like, none of it makes sense. None of it, like, translates as well. I went to a very small high school. I definitely just did not experience any, like, status bullshit or whatever. Like, it wasn't a thing that anyone I knew cared about. (laughs) Or, like, I mean, I was definitely friends with, like, all of the theater kids and the nerds and stuff. So maybe that was it. But... Some of, like, I think who would have been considered the coolest kids in our school were, like, the high-achieving, nerdy, smart kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who just also maybe played sports. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, Zana briefly joins the swimming team. Did he? Yeah. And Cordelia thought he turned into a fish, I think. And then she talks to, like, the fish or whatever. And it's just like, I st- I'll still love you and be with you. And it's really cute. And then Zana just walks up and is like, what? I remember, yeah. It was, I remember this. That's yeah. nice. Speaking so, of Cordelia, she ends up getting like caught up in like all kinds of adventures with the group and stuff. Like, I think one of the early ones is that Halloween episode I mentioned earlier, where she 
I think she's like not in a costume or she's dressed up as herself or whatever. Or like, she ends up remembering everything even while transformed. <laughs> while like, whereas like Buffy is dressed up as a princess and acts like a princess. Mm. Right. Willow was the other one who remembered everything that was going on because she dressed up as a ghost. So she just turned into a ghost of herself. Yeah. 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 So she was dressed like, like a slutty hot girl or whatever. And then yeah. had a sheet over the top of that. So then had to spend the rest of the episode in the slutty hot girl costume. So that we could see her midriff. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. Yeah. But then Cordelia ends up like having like an angry relationship kind of thing with Xander. Like that very good trope of like, I hate you. I hate you more. Enemies to lovers. Yes. Because like for all the shit she gave the, the group, Xander gave her shit right back. And apparently that was flirting or something. I don't know. And she's a Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to be on top. She yeah. wants to be the best. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's ambitious. Even when she goes to LA, doesn't she isn't she trying to be an actress? Yeah. She cares about a very tight knit group of people. Initially, like her popular girlfriends. Then she she does care about the Scoobies, even though she doesn't want to. And when she feels betrayed, she is ve- she feels betrayed very much. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And she's a Slytherin. It's time. All right, Governor. Call blimey. It's time for the lightning round. Lightning bolt round. (laughs) 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 Lightning bolt round. (laughs) Wow, I've never heard lightning laugh before. Laughing lightning. <laughs> uh, lightning laughter is my new band that I'm starting. <laughs> uh, cool. Sing about the weather. Uh, right. Anyway, lightning bolt round. Let's go. Alex, sort Dawn. Dawn is uh, Gryffindor. Is she? Okay, sure. Why not? I don't know. I don't remember. <sighs> She's a main character for three seasons. Whatever. How about Joyce? Joyce is a half a par. She's good, Mom. Yeah, Joyce is good. Up next is your fave. It's Tara. My fave! She, like, like like Willow, I am deeply in love with Tara. Um. We've just, we've just got to say, <laughs> like, Tara would have been, like, the next in the main character's slot. Yeah. It's just we have to but we have to call it somewhere. Most of us, if yeah, if we did talk about Tara uh, longer, it would just be me talking about how much I love her. I'm under your spell. How else could it, it be? Anyone, Anyone would, would notice, notice me. me. It's magic I can tell. The end of the song. I can feel you inside. <laughs> I'm yeah. under your spell. It's a... Uh... Spread beneath my willow tree. No! <laughs> You make me complete. No. You make me come. <laughs> I hate it. I mean, I like it. It's good, but I hate it. Anyway, what house is Tara? Tara's a Hufflepuff. Sure. Yeah. Because because Tara is basically me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about Oz? Oz, I like Oz. I like Oz too. Do you remember how he's a werewolf? Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Um, I think Oz... Also, do you notice how um, Seth Green just has a tendency to play Sarah Michelle Gellar's best friend's love interest? <laughs> I 
Every time I have a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah, the second Scooby Doo movie where she's Scooby-Doo like movie. where she's Velma's love interest. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh. Oz is probably also a Hufflepuff. I think Willow just has a has a thing for Hufflepuffs. Fair. Yeah. Me too. What about Riley? Riley's a Gryffindor. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> How about the master? He's so boring. I liked Riley. The master. He's so boring. Yeah. Speaking of boring, the master. The master. Um. The ma. The master is generic villain face, McVillain face, and he's Slytherin. You cut out. I'm gonna assume you said Slytherin. Yeah, he's super generic. He's a villainy Slytherin. What about Drusilla? Drusilla is also a Slytherin. Yeah, I think there's a th- that's pro- probably less concrete because she's actually got a personality, unlike the that's master. That's fair. That's fair. Like she's she's got a story arc, but sure, yeah. Yeah. How about Mayor Wilkins? The villain from season three, also a Slytherin, because the villains in this show just want power, usually. Yeah. They're not particularly interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair, I technically don't have the big bad for season four on here, because he's barely even a character. He's just a Frankenstein. Made by Professor Walsh! Oh, is that who's next? Uh, yeah. Ravenclaw. Probably, yeah. She's a, yeah, she's a more interesting kind of Ravenclaw villainous person. Yeah. How yeah. about Glory? Glory is also a Slytherin. She's a really fun character, but she's just Slytherin, and that's it. Sure. Jenny Calendar. Uh, she's the computer teacher. She's a uh, Ravenclaw. Sure. <laughs> she does she, computer. She's also like from the Romani family, and like it's her duty to keep watch over Angel to make sure he doesn't lose his soul. Right. Yeah. And she's the first one who introduces Willow to magic. Yeah. Still a Ravenclaw. How about uh Wesley Windham Bryce? Wesley Wyndham Price, who is the replacement uh, watcher for Giles when Giles gets fired, who goes on to become a main character on Angel. And I think he, he has ha- a thing with Cordelia. He does. It's really weird. It is. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone thought about how like I, these actors are in their early 20s, but they're still playing high schoolers. And yeah. anyway, he's a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah. Up next is Kendra. Kendra is another Slayer. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say she's a Gryffindor. So Buffy technically dead for five minutes in the season one finale, and apparently that's enough for a new Slayer to be called. Yes. And yeah, she she's just she ends up dying after three appearances because she's black. Yeah. The, like there are yeah. two other prominent Slayers in the series, Buffy and the next character we'll talk about, and they're both white women and they survive to the end of the show. And like like the next one also is a prominent character who shows up many times. Kendra gets three appearances before dying. They could have just given Kendra Faith's whole everything. That might have been problematic in other ways. It probably would have. But... And it, w- it wouldn't have suited how she'd been introduced, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it could have just been different. Kendra was treated badly by the show. Yeah. Ke- uh, fuck you, Joss Whedon. How many other prominent black characters have we talked about? Literally zero, I think. Yeah. There are one or two, like, vampires around who were relatively prominent but not that big a deal yeah i think the principal uh the principal in season seven is yeah yeah and like the mayor has a vampire assistant guy but like that's not that's yeah fuck you joss whedon fuck you joss whedon uh how about faith faith is definitely slytherin she yeah yeah. uh oh boy we've got warren the leader of the trio are they the nerdy kids they're the kids in season six who's just like hey you want to like take over the town and he he specifically is the one who murders Tara. Okay, yeah. Uh, also, 
since you've mentioned that Tara gets unjustly murdered by a fucking stray bullet out of nowhere, <sighs> uh, fuck you, Joss Whedon. Um, <laughs> Bury your gays! I hate so much. Gay people can't have happy endings. It must be tragic. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. <laughs> this has become like the mantra of this episode. <laughs> like, I mean, we'll say Warren is a Slytherin. And my yeah. dogs are noisy boys. How about Jonathan? So Jonathan was the most prominent member of the trio before season six. He had a few appearances. Like I swear there was one where they thought he was going to be an active shooter or he was like suicidal or something. I forget exactly. Yeah, like uh, Buffy like saves him. And then there was an episode where like he got some kind of power and just becomes the coolest, most awesome, amazing person <laughs> in the yeah. town. Yeah, yeah. And that happens. And then he decided to be a bad guy. Oh, no, wait. And then the season three, like, at the end of season three, at, at the at Homecoming, he yeah. like, presents, like, Buffy with a special award for being their savior because he's, like, she, because they've all noticed how she saves them. And it's a really sweet moment. It is really nice. And then nice. he becomes a villain. <sighs> yeah. And. Whatever. I'm inclined to say Hufflepuff. Okay. I buy it. Yeah. Andrew. <laughs> I think Andrew is also a Hufflepuff. Yeah, so Andrew's the third member of the trio who isn't introduced until that season, but it said, I think they wanted to bring back a different actor, but they couldn't get them, so they said he was their, bro- their character's brother. Um, <laughs> Whatever. He's the he's the least evil member of the group. He mainly just, like, is, like, probably gay or bi and has a crush on Warren. I, I know he shows up in Angel in the, the, the final season. Does he really? He was, like, introduced as, like, being a new... Watcher in this world because, like, remember they activated all the Slayers. It's like the Slay, like, <gasps> yeah, and like they're a huge organization now. Um, and like, so he was a new Watcher, and he had like, I think he in the episode as it appeared, he had like an attractive woman on each arm, like arm candy, but it had originally been scripted to be an attractive woman on one arm and an attractive man on the other arm, like to show that he's bi. Nice. I think it was changed. I'm not certain. Good concept. Who's Amy? Amy is a another witch that they meet at school. Who like they? She hangs out with Willow for a while doing witchy stuff, and like, I think she t- well, she turns into a mouse for a while, and Willow's looking after her. Uh, I forget exactly what happens, but I know she turns evil. So what house is she? Ah, uh, Slytherin. She's she's lame. Okay. Principal Snyder. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ravenclaw. Really? Okay. Sure. I Why don't not? know. I don't remember a whole lot about him. He seemed like a reasonable person. Eh, he was a dick. And was he supported he? the mayor. Oh. I don't remember those parts. <laughs> yeah. He, he, the mayor ate him in the, the end of season three. Oh. Unfortunate. I yeah. Have I mentioned that I have a terrible, terrible memory? I mean, we haven't watched this show for a while. Yeah. It's real Have fuzzy. you mentioned the last character on our list? How about Harmony? Harmony is one of Cordelia's, like, popular girlfriends at the beginning of the show. She's not all that relevant for quite a while. She shows, like, she mostly shows up and, like, she ends up, like, teasing Cordelia when she joins the group. She shows up early in season four, having become a vampire. And I think she's, like, briefly Spike's girlfriend. Yes. This is coming back to me, yes. Despite everything, she still acts like a prissy valley girl type. Yeah. And she doesn't particularly want to do vampire things. Most vampires, you know, just generically want to start acting evil and vampire-y. But she doesn't for no particular reason. Um, she ends up going on to become a character in Angel and becomes a, like, she ends up, like, being a secretary or something. She's one of the main characters towards <laughs> the end of it. 
And I know in the comics, after the show ends, she ends up becoming a reality TV show host where she exposes like that vampires exist and brings vampires into mainstream culture. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. She's... Uh, Slytherin. Sure. And the main reason I wanted to end with her is because, fun trivia fact, besides Angel, you know, the title character of the second show, mm-hmm. she is the only character to appear in the first episode of Buffy and the last episode of Angel. Huh. Yeah. I just thought that was neat. That is neat. Yeah. And on that note, that is Buffy the Vampire Slayer Sorted. Yay! Yeah, we did it. It's so spooky. It's spooky. We did a spooky one. Oh my gosh, it's so vampire. It's so scary and full of terrible things like teenage governor and bad writing and (laughs) Joss Whedon. (laughs) And sexism and homophobia and racism and oh boy. (sighs) And in the 90s, it was the most progressive thing we'd ever seen. In a way that that's 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 good because we've come so far. It was a stepping stone. Yeah, Joss Whedon hasn't, but the rest of us have. Yeah, it it played a very important role. We all stepped on Joss Whedon and <laughs> rose above him. <laughs> it was it was a very important thing at the time, and it did a lot of important stuff. And I I must be thankful for that. Uh, yes. And I'm I'm just super glad that. Uh, Media has come as far as it has. Yes. Deep sigh. I guess thank you, Joss Whedon. But still, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for what you gave us. Fuck you for not catching up with the rest of us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to Sorted on this most spookiest 23rd of Halloween. On the 23rd of Halloween. I hope you all have a wonderful spooky season. We won't talk to you again until after the holiday. Thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network, such as uh, Simultaneous Catch, who we will be doing uh, a show swap thing with soon in the future. They talk about American Hand Egg, right? Yeah. There's also Ghoul Tank, where they make fun monsters and cryptids. Alex's fave. I Yeah, I always mention them because it's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, hey, you know what? After an episode full of so much sexism, let's talk about steampunks. Yes, please go listen to steampunks. Go and listen to steampunks and that's so lesbian because fuck Joss Whedon. <laughs> also, if you like our podcast and us yelling about Harry Potter and whatever, you should go check out Home Viewing's latest episode. Home Viewing is a movie podcast, also on the Pocket Podcast Network, and they just watched all of the Harry Potter movies, I believe in the span of two days, and uh, did an episode about it. It's a good time. Yeah, Check that out. If you like Harry Potter. I mean, you're listening to <laughs> not a Harry Potter podcast, so you might be interested in everything except Harry Potter, so... Which is valid and fair. You happen to be interested in Harry Potter. If that's a thing that you're into. I suppose. Thank you to Matt Majakamo for the use of our theme song, the House of Awesome theme song by the Whomping Willows. Do you have a house hot take? Oh, is it my turn? Are you going to keep all Ravenclaws are bisexual as your house hot take? No, my house hot take was that Ravenclaws don't know the word bisexual. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ravenclaws are familiar with the concept, but do not have a word for bisexual. <laughs> house hot take, I guess. Okay, fine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm too straight for this joke. <laughs> it's okay, I got you. <laughs> you 
you give me by credibility. Yes. <laughs> if you disagree with any of our sortings, let us know on Twitter. You can find us at SortedPod, and you can tell us things we got wrong. Or you can just come and yell, fuck you, Joss Whedon. That's fine, Yeah, too. just tweet at us, fuck you, Joss Whedon. We'll retweet it. <laughs> Yeah, we will we will retweet everyone saying fuck you, Joss Whedon. Preferably censored for Twitter's sake. Eh, I'm flexible. Yeah, it's it'd be nice for the children, but do we have children listening? I I hope not. Yeah, I really hope not. I think every episode has been has been explicit. We've listed them as explicit, yes. Yeah. We curse. We say a curse word. You can also find us individually. I'm at codename JD. And I'm at Pchu. P-T-C-H-E-W. And while you're on Twitter, go ahead and sort... No, don't sort. We do the do sorting. Our, do our job for us. Tweeted us your your favorite vampires, and we will sort them. JD, who's your favorite vampire? Mine? My favorite vampire is Mona the Vampire. That's very cute. I'm gonna say she's a Hufflepuff. You don't know anything about her. I don't. My favorite vampire is... <laughs> the Count from Sesame Street's a very good vampire. Oh shit, no, yeah, I take mine back. It's the Count from Sesame Street. Wait, no, shoot! The Dracula from um, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. <laughs> He's a Slytherin. He wants to make a race. <laughs> he just wants Shaggy to be a werewolf to do a race. Is that is that such a big deal? That's nothing. Thanks for listening. Bye. Send us your vampires. Tweet us a vampire, a fuck you, Joss Whedon. Can I get a fuck you, Joss Whedon? I imagine we're waving to the viewers. Like, I guess all that's left to say is, fuck you, Joss Whedon! Fuck you, Joss Whedon! I just waved. I'm like waving and smiling cheerfully. Oh, I did too. I did too. Bye. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. Bye. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. Bye. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house. It's called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.